The following thoughts, opinions, stories, and expressions are meant for those who will appreciate them. If you don't, we hope you keep an open soul to encounter another here on 34 Questions. Peace. Even if it ain't forever, glad I got to know y'all. In three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. And tonight, I have a very special guest on the show. Crazy Man Sage is in the building. How you doing tonight, Sage? Doing good. Doing good. A little tired, but I'm all set. I'm all ready. Michelle, man, uh, I want to thank you again for stopping by, uh, being open to share your story, and also making time just to have a conversation with me. Uh, so thank you again. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. It's always... I just like chatting, so why not? I'm always here for it. For sure, man. For sure. Uh, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions, some warm-up questions just to set the tone. After that, we'll jump into some icebreakers, um, and then we'll move on to the Wheel of Fate, where we'll spin the wheel, whichever number it lands on. That's how the conversation kind of flows. And after all that, we'll finish out with some closeout questions. Sound good to you, Sage? Yeah, sounds mysterious. I'm ready for it. <laughs> For sure, man. For sure. Uh, my my very first question for you, man, is uh, how have you been? You've been doing well. You've been doing great. Doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I've been chilling out right now, but now it's starting to get a little, I guess, rumbly. I guess you can say. I've uh, I have markets that I need to like focus on. So like after today, I'm ready to like bunker down and get all my art out of the way because I got a lot of pieces to make, and it won't be until August seventeenth is the day. Are you doing a gallery or a show? Oh, yeah. Well, kind of. It's uh, it's called Swaya. Santa Fe. I have it on here on the board right here. Mm-hmm. I have it. Uh, it's called Swaya, which is in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And it's called uh, Southern Western American Indian Arts. A very, very big Native American art market. So it's their 100th anniversary. So this is going to be very intense. Well, what kind of art do you do? Is it uh, you? Yeah. Tell me about it. Well, let's see. I mainly specialize in beadwork. Uh, like even I'm like even wearing a little bit like when I was made as a kid, like a little tobacco bag here. But uh, I kind of just like everything. I love everything. I've been dabbling into other mediums. I've been getting into pipe making actually, which I got right here. I was cleaning it. Um, <laughs> what's the word? I just kind of want to. I like to branch out a lot. I like to branch out, but generally people come to me for. Uh, my native american bead work which is like using like less than two millimeter size beads that are glass wow and i more of them to make whatever picture or whatever thing generally it's not very traditional uh it's not like very like traditional symbolism more like like star wars and fire and crazy shit because that's what i'm all about a show man <laughs> uh, uh how much do you commission if you don't mind me asking just because i might i might have to tap in with you uh to make well, a piece well, uh, well, let's give a good small reference. This little one I have here, like the same thing as this one. Mm-hmm. I'd probably sell this for like 20 bucks because that's all it's really worth. It's like an hour supplies. Okay. Uh, my last commission, though. No. Uh, yeah, my last commission was this three-piece uh, item. No, two-piece. Mm-hmm. Two-piece. It was a big traditional hoof bag and a big giant medicine flute bag, um, which took better like half of my year. And that cost... What was that? Was that two thousand seven hundred? Okay. God, okay. One. Okay. I mean, <laughs> hey, man, you you know what you're worth, uh, and I, I don't oh. I don't want you to you know devalue yourself. So if it's that's All a right. twenty seven hundred dollar piece, that's twenty seven hundred dollar piece. 
I felt uh, like I should have charged more because goddamn, <laughs> I took a little bit of my soul taking that one. I got you. Do you have like any website or someplace where people can see I, examples? Oh, yeah, that's really right. Need you, to. But you don't really do social need. media, right? That's not your Dude, thing. Right? I don't do it. I, yeah. I, like, I keep getting hassed about it because like people go to me like, oh, let me see your stuff. Like, I, I got an Instagram. I have six yeah. things on it. <laughs> I don't. Just, I don't got much, man. But um, no, I definitely need to do that more because. I, I find I'd probably get a lot more than the student markets and being found like the mysterious van person on the street, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> For sure. I definitely need to do that more. Um, but I was going to go with this. I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. Um, like, uh, no, mainly it's just the markets and things like that. For right sure. now, I'm actually trying to make a better piece. It's a new thing that I've been making. That's uh, it's like a gas mask, which I actually have right here. It's sitting on my work table under my cameras because I got to beat this sucker, which is uh, you're gonna beat that whole thing, or I'm gonna beat that whole thing. I got it. Yeah. I have the output, like a little blueprint thing already set up for it. I have 27 things I got to beat up. I'm yeah. hoping to get it done in a month. I got you. I th- you said June 7th or June 17th? Uh, August. Oh, 17th. August. August. Yeah. All right. It's actually a little bit further beyond, but that's when they do it's that's when they do the judging system because how SWI works is that there's 2,000 artists and these 2,000 artists like are like a bunch of more than that try to compete to get those spots in um, and they get judged for like through masters of their own craft because it's not like always beaters but it's like uh, ledger artists and jewelry smiths and potters you know it's a yeah. random mix yeah. uh, it's, it tends to be very equal in that sense uh, and thankfully I got in because and I really want to make, because you know, up and coming artists and all that. It's really hard to get yourself known, especially with all the crazy other artists out there. Uh, so I'm hoping if I get this piece done with a big old beaded helmet and a war club, because I'm trying to do something very like World War inspired. Ooh, okay. Uh, you know, you know, this is more my like out of all the things I ever created, this would probably be my most traditional piece. I would say. Yeah. Uh, if I get it in, and if I win, I don't think I'll win. I doubt it. I definitely doubt it. I la- I seen the fucking uh, work from last year. <laughs> Ooh, that was so intense. Like those other beaters in my categories, because I work with uh, size thirteen beats, mm-hmm. um, and those are one point seven millimeters big. Yeah, yeah. Someone's working around like one point two millimeters big, which is, which is like the tip of a pencil half the time. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. That was amazing, but yeah. I mean, just just being there is a, is an honor, right? So I hope you just get there to compete against all these mm-hmm. uh, crazy beaters as well. Yeah, um, if I can get my if I can get my name on the table, I would be happy. I wouldn't care about anything else. This it being on the table in the when they do the little gallery after the judging, I'd be fucking happy. So that's my goal <laughs> for sure. Uh, I I will ask you more about you know beating, but I, I let me get on to the second question of the warm up, which is what would you like the audience to know about you? Well, uh, like my name, I would say I'm pretty fucking crazy. I like to build <laughs> everything and anything, including explosives and not. That's why I try to be more on the law side because you get restricted access from certain companies if you get in trouble with the law. All annoying you. hassles. Like I yeah, want to yeah. work with Thermite one day, man. Oh, that'd be so fun. Well, work out, work <laughs> with who? Thermite, like like legitimate Thermite material, oh. and uh, have it in like encapsulated material. Because I like making like art's fun. I like art. 
it's a good like side way to farm money and all that in the future it'll take me probably a decade to really stabilize that but i just like making things i like making like just big giant weapons and armor and cosplaying and all the nerdy things out there in the world because it's all too fun for me i got you i mean that, that that's a good place to be at knowing what, what's fun for you and continue to do it um what is thermite uh, i'm not familiar with okay, that so thermite oh <laughs> where do i start with thermite i don't remember what the material mixture is i think it's aluminum powder with uh gunpowder maybe i don't remember it's a it's a mixture where when you ignite it it continuously burns and it comes to it's capable of burning through like metal continuously it's like if you you know napalm yeah kind of like a more fizzy version of napalm and it just sticks and it burns and it melts it's like like a quick lit version of this like magma just to melt through shit and it's fucking amazing looking uh they use it to weld uh train tracks if you know um yeah because they need to make that like the super secured in case the train buckles and anything that would be bad so they have like this big giant thermite powder charge and then a case and they put it between the two railroad tracks and they light it and there you go you welded it up (laughs) wow yeah it's really cool i love it it's been around for a while like yeah no it's been around for a long time it's a lot of what is it i mostly know it for the welding properties because that's my more stable end Mm -hmm. of the world is Mm -hmm. i'm going to become a welder because you can get a lot of money real quick with that and i just love welding in general um i've been enjoying every step of the way when i'm going to the college that i'm going to for learning and getting my certificates for welding yeah yeah have you uh have you been part of uh art shows or put out sculptures at festivals or anything in the past uh i i so uh before because art has been pretty much my whole livelihood on my dad's side and i've been around a lot of markets but last what was it was it last year or two years ago i had my name uh, officially on the swipe booth so this is my second time ever getting in oh for um, sure so uh and once you're getting in you know that's when you really have to start making your name for yourself and all that but besides that it was mostly like joining up on my dad's booth having like a few pieces this is kind of sitting there you know not don't have my name up at all i'm just chilling um yeah yeah very small things but now i'm like i'm ready to go i'm ready to rump headed I got you. I got you. Uh, third question of the warm up is if I were to do something in your honor, a way to express the energy you possess, what could I do for you? Oh, oh, uh, how about <laughs> to honor me? I imagine I would be dead if I if someone had to honor me. <laughs> I mean, I, I maybe you moved away and, you know, maybe you, I moved away. Yeah, right. Like, I don't want to put that on, put put that out there. So but yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess it would have to be something either mechanically or explosive um interesting so, okay like something that's like this is like a big old weapon that can change shapes and like change versions so i would love that or just blow up something I, i'd be equally happy with that For i sure. feel like that'd be quite the honor <laughs> i mean i think sage is a good name for some kind of weapon that can change into different uh you know purposes <laughs> uh, <laughs> but now we know we, we, we got you man oh yeah um, one day <laughs> Day, one day and uh my last question for you in the warm-up on a scale from one to ten how well do you know yourself i would say i know myself pretty well i've been i've been through a lot i would say i would say it's been a goddamn rough of a life but i'm here and now i feel more than 100 percent ready to know exactly what i'm gonna do in life so either being doing it or dying i'll be happy either way 
Well, maybe I'll be a little stubborn about it, but <laughs> is a nine, a nine a good number for you then? Yeah, yeah, I would say a nine. Like some things I might not learn yet in the future, but I'm pretty much know exactly where I'm heading. For sure. Um, I, you don't gotta give me the. I don't know if there's a short answer to this, but how how did you get to a nine? You know, a lot of people. Um, yeah. I well, that's, that's a big question. <laughs> that's I don't think there's a short version to this, but nah, nah, you know, nah. I've I've come to a point in my life where I find honesty is the best policy. And sure, you can be a bit of an asshole in it, but generally, I find it's always better in the outcome. So, to give you the honest truth about it. Uh, I used to have what's the word? I had a lot of things. For one, I should mention that I do have depression, a big common mental illness, unfortunately, in our world. Uh, maybe not so common, but what's the word i've had moments in my life particularly those of like what i would consider a best friend or like let's say someone equally as crazy as me i would say i would call him uh i'm not gonna give his name out just for the sake of his family no and all that yeah but for him and me i'm not good with electronics the saying <laughs> i'm really bad with like the social medias and the the computer it took me five of my friends to help me build my pc because i wanted to play video games with them um <laughs> but uh, him he was really good at it robotics and computer he built his own little like little like retro game when he was like 12 i remember playing with him for the first time it was so cool um and you know he was basically the other side of me i would say like my other coin of building we were gonna build great stuff um but unfortunately i didn't know and this was like before everything else changed my life and all that before i really knew who i was um i didn't know he had depression too unfortunately yeah. and he also unfortunately took a horrendous way out and so you know after like realizing what that happened i'm like all right you know what fuck my depression i'm gonna stay here till the end no matter what and so i'm pushing for it and it got pretty like now nowadays my depression's on lockdown sure you know it never goes away but yeah like i'm there i know what it's up i know when i'm feeling sad i know what's when it's being bullshitty and all that but uh yeah no uh when i after that happened i got out of like because i used to be i was gonna get a business degree i was gonna mm -hmm. go into that completely on the opposite side of art i would say all like mm -hmm. numbers and shit uh <laughs> and so yeah after that i started changing around focusing started to do other things and i like you know what i want to do welding because i want to get really good at it i want to make metal art and all that so that's what i'm doing eventually i want to make like grand pieces of every form of physical art because i can't draw for jack but <laughs> uh in any physical stuff like in terms of like metal glass wood anything because that's just all fascinates me i'm determined to get to it yeah man See? i think uh what you're describing is kind of the, that reason why i asked if you've ever done any like pieces that you could put at festivals and stuff is because i've been to a lot of festivals uh, music, oh, okay. uh, especially Burning Man. I don't know if uh, you, I want to yeah. go to a Burning Man one day. One yeah, day, you gonna love the pieces out there. Uh, and I've seen, I've seen some of their vehicles, and they're just so cool. Like some of the people that make the craziest thing. I would love yeah. to make like my own crazy vehicle and go out there one day. That that would be that'd be crazy, man. They um, <laughs> they are the vehicles are clubs on wheels, basically um, yeah. for the most part. Um, but then you have the really small ones which are cool too i remember being out there and like this is a vast like desert area and yeah, they, nah. you need a bike for any first timers who are thinking about going you need a bike or else you're going to be walking 
and then the little carts come by and so if they're usually nice enough to be like you need to ride to the other side of the the uh, the plaza the playa the playa mm-hmm. um but yeah and also i, I just want to thank you for uh, you know being open to talk about you know what happened with your friend um you know depression like but for you what's that difference between someone that's going through the motions of life versus someone that's really feeling depression you know oh uh let's see that'd be a little bit tough to answer but i think i can get it i can think i can get a little bit of a throwaway in there um let's see because you know depression is rough i had it especially rough because you know i was i used to be a pretty big lad and i wasn't very confident in my body back then and i was very 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 shy you know uh (laughs) and for me it was just like you know you have you just want to stay in bed all day you just don't want to go out because it's fucking terrifying and it's like why would i have to deal with this shit when it's just worse out there when it's it's better to be in your own emotions your own pool of sadness than it is to be out there that's what it felt like a lot of the times particularly for me uh, and i've had i have friends had and have you know time goes on and all that um who've dealt with depression or mental illness and it's a little bit different for everyone but generally it's like it's more like you want to stick around with the pain because it's familiar because every single time it feels like you go out and you feel a new pain it's just hits harder than a fucking truck and it's just rough but yeah. it does get a little bit easier because you know you get used to it a little bit it's a little hard um i think compared to someone who's like goes to the emotional life it feels a little weird because i hear my friends and they they worry about such trivial things sometimes i'm like, mm. I'm like i'll be there like to help them out sometimes here and there but sometimes i just don't understand uh money being particularly one of them because i used to live in a very i've been on both sides i would say because my family split um i have my mom's side which i'm currently living around uh for the welding stuff until i go back to my dad's side and you know go do more art because he's an artist he was he's a lawyer and an artist um but (laughs) live on my dad's side on the startup we lived in like the worst place we were on the brink of being uh homeless i would say california when i was living there because i traveled all over because dad's a lawyer like i said and combine that with artists where you're trying you're just trying to get jobs and markets everywhere you're going so you're traveling a lot by car in that sense but i remembered in uh like uh what's the word in california uh, we lived in a little tiny like two-bedroom house which it sounds which sounds like a lot but i should mention uh it was in a really bad neighborhood and the main bedroom or my stepmother at the time and my and my dad uh had black mold in it just you know just sitting there you know we yeah. didn't have anything to get rid of it we had nothing to get rid of it we had a really nice two-story house before but we had a sacrifice that just to have an opportunity to keep living yeah. so you know having all that being like stuck with a bunch of litter stuff that we just had from a two-story building to a, like a single like tiny shack house it's really hard then i go to my mom's side for like a year and that was weird because she had like her own fucking house and everything it was like oh like it went to the point where she went from like middle class to like lower high class i guess you can call it that felt weird that's a fucking game changer so hearing like trivial things from like money and politics because i'm not a very political man i i would say if anything i'd probably become the most hermited man in the world eventually mm-hmm. if when i had politics <laughs> yeah and, and or like you know if, if one day i had i achieved everything i wanted i'll be like all right I got what I got squared away. Let me go live out in the woods with all my tools and just build for the rest of my life. I'd be happy. 
I got you. I got you. Uh, and then a little follow up to that question or to the, the how well do you know yourself is uh, what would you say is the biggest misconception about you? You know, something that people are always surprised to find out or maybe they're like, oh, I never thought or I thought this. And, you know, it's just a new side, like something from your first impressions that you give out that you usually have to correct people on. Oh, uh, my first impressions. Uh, I tend to look like a pretty mean dude. <laughs> really? Uh, well, because I have a resting bitch face. I don't. Have, I don't. I can't. I'm like. I'm like walking around like this, and I'm all angry. And uh, I tend to. I tend to lower my voice a lot, just instinctively. Uh, over like when I'm out in public and all that. Like I'm ready to rad with some friends. I'm ready to rad with like family and all that. Sometimes, depending on what we're doing, because sometimes it's a lot of boring work. Uh, but uh, what's the word? But like when it comes to strangers and stuff, you, you got it takes me a little bit to warm up to you, you know, like give me like a good five sentences and yeah, and then we're ready to rumble because my battery is there. We gotta be friends. We gotta be friends. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Um I would say besides that, uh it's just the fact that they don't understand how much I like the build. <laughs> I love so goddamn much. I would spend every day of the week if I could doing it. Uh, was gonna ask you about that. Like, was that something that you always knew, or something you kind of grew into? Was building things? Uh, I'd say it's a little bit of both. I would say I feel like it's definitely a, a part of a nurture sort of thing. Because when I was really young, uh, what was it? Three years of my life is when I was around like 11, 11, not 10, 10 to. 13 years old is when I spent particularly with my dad and that's when I faced like all the craziness but at the same time we always had the art we always had art and that you know dad's a gamer he likes to play video games we had a we had a few consoles here and there or at least one um and I would play a lot of survival games I'd play Minecraft I still do play Minecraft I love Minecraft a bits uh you know building stuff there in video games because I love video games in terms of like creativity and storytelling and all that and also like in the real world, like watching dad do art, I had he had me do ledger art before I found out I'm like, uh, this ain't fun. Until he got me into beating when I was when I was thirteen or no, I was eleven. I was eleven when I really got into it. That's when I made my first big piece. Oh, I would consider it like a small piece now. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, dad was like, Hey, you wanna try beadwork? You wanna try to get a hand at it? Um I'm like, you can make money off of it. Oh, money. I could use it to buy stuff, right? Yeah, buy yeah. toys. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Uh, <laughs> so I did it. I did it. And it was really hard because dad didn't, was like, ah, no, you don't get, you know, because uh, generally speaking, the bigger the number for beading, for beads, mm-hmm. the smaller the beadwork is. And generally 11 is a good standard. Nine is like starting, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Nine is where it's like uh I don't. I wouldn't describe it really. Like you can see a singular one. You can probably get like a decent size of it in between your fingers. And like, oh yeah, that's a that's a decent size bead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dad didn't let me use those. Uh, he only let me use size thirteens, <laughs> which are way smaller. Or so small. They're so tiny. Uh, I would say like right now, there's about in between the blue on these two on my little like. There's a what's it called? There's three rows of beads on the front panel that makes pictures, and there is nine in each row and that's mm-hmm. about uh yeah that would say that's about as big as my fingernail for my pinky so nine <laughs> beads equals that so 
that Holy was what crap. I got to work with uh, <laughs> when it came to beating. Um, at the time, I didn't really know better until I was like, oh my God, I realize now how long that took me. It took me fucking months to get one thing, little thing done. Because, you know, I'm a kid. I don't want to, like, do beadwork all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, that's, from there? That definitely helped. That, yeah, from there, from, like, then helping dad out of the shop where I'm, like, almost lost my thumb to, like, where I carve teepee poles for, like, uh, you know, for making teepees and all that for when we go out and all that jam. And... Yeah, just kind of like doing, like learning a little bit. And then dad is also a big nerd, I should mind you. I would <laughs> say I'm pretty far, or not, I'm not really far from the tree at all. Maybe just plopped right down almost. Because <laughs> uh, then, like doing cosplays and stuff, because that was our family vacations, was like the biggest one we had with San Diego Con, because we were right there in, in Santa Fe. Like, of course, we're going to use like whatever we had, like little fun money we had to get there. And so we made costumes and everything. Um, Speaking of costume, I just barely finished my costume for a Renaissance fair I'm going to, which I'm really excited about. That's what this big old wood staff thing is here. I'm uh, resin coating it and putting a big old crystal. So yeah, you know, okay, definitely okay. from dad's side, I kept on building. Is it too much to ask if you could uh, show the the staff or the? Uh, um, or? there's nothing much for the staff right now. I'm waiting okay. for, but like, no so worries. My, yeah, go ahead. A, go good, ahead. a good reference would be that the giants out because I'm six foot two ish right now hey um, all right and so the giant's outfit makes me six foot nine uh oh shit that's <laughs> great it's great i love it <laughs> and so the staff i'm making this really long staff i think the staff is like eight feet tall i need to like chop it down a bit but uh -huh. there's cracks in it and so i'm like filling up the cracks and i'm gonna sand it down and i'm gonna put a big old crystal on the end and make it look really fancy because uh this renaissance park uh, one of my friends that goes to it weekly yeah. uh, says they do trinket trading. So I want to make this big old staff or this big giant wild man, giant looking dude. And he would trade little trinkets and put them on the staff. I think that would be a really rad idea. That so. is sick. That is sick. I can't wait to see the final product if you ever get it posted on your well, IG or a, anything. I should post it. Oh, God, I should post it, shouldn't I? <laughs> That's a whole nother thing, man. Like, are you just, you know, selling or getting commission for your beadwork? Or is it anything that people want, want you to create? Well, I, I used to do commissions. I used to do commissions. Um, but my last commission, which was that big piece, which was, what was that? 2020, 2019 or something, uh, was my last one. Cause that took half of my, it took half a year to build. And it took like, a, like a quarter of my soul to do. Cause goddamn, that was such a rough one. Um, I got so, you. so, cause like, just to give context, that piece was to a man who was a billionaire. It was like insane to me at the time. Like, holy crap some guy billionaire dude is willing to buy this piece that he hasn't even not sure is even made yet it's definitely not even made he's like he wants the whole thing custom like all right i'll make that <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean i was quite a bit lazier back then and, yeah. and so like this rushing in getting it done it was just so god awful um granted a bit of it was on my part but a bit of it was just like because it was from my mother's side that i got known to that I was introduced to it mm -hmm. and so like mother wanted me to get it really really done real quick um and I was, like just embarrassed her about it and it was just like a bad I got the money I got the money in the end but it was a bad experience overall that made me really want to stop so yeah. unless unless someone really want like it has to be something interesting to me that's the only time I'll ever accept a commission if someone has something like oh can you make this sort of thing I'm like oh 
I never thought about that before. Yeah, I'll make that for you. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but yeah, no, right now it's Mark. I might, depending on how this market goes and how I get fleshed out as an artist, if I get like, if I can get my foot in the door this year, then I'll probably do a little bit of commission work. Um, but like, because one thing I specialize in, particularly, particularly in like the native art community, is uh, hoof bags. And no one makes hoof bags anymore. There's, uh, and this is how I got really kind of got into beading in the first place because mm-hmm. dad was trying to do it and that's what he got me into. So my first ever big piece was a hoof bag, which we hunted ourselves. And what a hoof bag is, I should mention, is it's a small container of this big. It depends on the animal you hunt. But for at the time, for the first one, it was antelope feet. feet. I hunted an antelope. Uh, I wasn't the one that killed it, but I did kill another animal there that I used its feet for a future project during the hunting trip and uh and what you do is you soap the you skin the feet and up to like you know like above the knees or so mm-hmm. and you pack it up with salt and you let it sit for like a few months and while you're doing that you're establishing like colors and just getting everything prepped you know Damn. and then and then once that's done because the problem is you can't just make it right that you have to wait for the salt to finish like drying out the the container and then once it's done you dig out all the hard salt you cut off the top to your size you want then you make a fully beaded lid and a fully beaded lid is really really hard to do it's a lot of work so anyone you see if you see like anything more than like three inches of the solid like a beadwork you know it's taking them like at least a fucking month to do Damn, for um, real? yeah it takes forever and depending on the bead size too but you know you know and complexity yeah. uh and so that was what i specialized in and there was a few uh huff bags for because at the start from what i from what i remember uh it was my uncle that got into it. He was a really talented, like, uh, beater and also fashion designer guy. Uh, him and his partner, they both make, you know, clothing and designs and all that. Really neat. Um, and then my dad was like, oh, I'm interested. Can you show me how? I was like, yeah, sure. And so then from dad, dad taught me. And then there was one other person. So four people in the world that made these suckers. Uh uh, this one person, this lady, uh, then disappeared. I don't know what happened to her. Maybe she retired. Maybe she died. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was one, and like over the time, there's now one uh, younger individual dude and uh, another lady. And then my uncle stopped. So now there's four, four. And I think I heard there's rumor of a fifth one, but it's never reached double digits now. So damn. So it's you and three other people basically who still do this. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's a. Uh, it's such a. It, it takes half a year <laughs> if, Holy uh, shit. or at least that's what it takes roughly speaking if you want to like you know pace yourself properly and you're not like killing yourself over it um that's yeah, crazy it takes man. a long time that's why no one makes them because they're so complicated and take forever now you, uh, no one wants to do them yeah you don't you don't think uh there's there's people like I, now I, I work with uh, high school students um i run an after school program uh, for them and yeah i'm trying to think of new things that they can do is this something that they can learn or you know even though it's not part of their culture you know uh, uh, how, how do you old feel? are the kids they're like <laughs> uh they're in high school is 14 15 okay, 16 okay. yeah well i think um, if they were on the older end then sure uh it's mostly it's mostly the sense of getting the legs uh mm-hmm. personally speaking like how I would do it is I straight up just like when me and dad, we would go up to the res or some hunting grounds and we'll hunt the animal ourselves. So some people might not be so grand about that. Um, I got you. It is messy. It is incredibly messy. You get blood all over your, all over you uh, while you're doing the whole process. Um, 
So if they don't mind being messy and dirty and they don't mind waiting because you, you have to like, you're just sitting there getting supplies. And then after like two weeks of getting all the supplies, you're sitting there hoping the bug, like hoping the bag, because it's, it's, it's animal first still. So yeah. you have to make sure the container is clean or like the fur is clean and no bugs eat away the fur because once they eat it, then that fur is not coming back. It's not growing back. Mm-hmm. And so you just have a, like a ruined piece. We had a few of our bags ruined like that, like when we had them standing because they just like bugs got into the house. Um, another reason why I hate bugs so much because furs and animal skins and stuff like that. I don't like it when they get at them. I really try to make sure there's not a single bug in the house. Mm. Um, yeah. So like they don't mind waiting and they don't mind that. Then yeah, I'd say it's fun. And it's not like you have to do like the crazy complicated shit right away. Feeding in general is very rewarding if you're patient or stubborn like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can make all sorts of crazy stuff. I've made hats. I've made a hat, I should say. I'm going to make more hats uh, for the market because they sold really well. And you no, know, like this, they're fun to do. You can make them, you can fly them to anything, really. I find you just need the leather or the material and you just put it over whatever it is you want. I have it on a hat, another hat that my dad actually beat it for me. It was a gift. Um, from my welding buddies back in high school and it's uh, a nice little leather California Republic hat from one of my friends uh, in Utah and all that and he gets it to me because we never were going to see each other again but you know that was like our little memento thing gotcha man uh, you you just made me think about um, that kind of project I could do with the kids so I probably can't do what you exactly what you described but I think (laughs) I, I found some inspiration uh so <laughs> thank you for yeah. that yeah no problem um i definitely say like these very simplistic shapes i think people underestimate how much lines really make a difference for a piece or like an image and then they want to put that image on something they're beating and then it's like oh no i don't have enough space because the beads are not small enough or the piece is just too small or like i don't have enough time or patience for it you know there's a lot of those sort of factors so keeping it nice and simple is always better than overestimating yourself i guess you could say yeah for sure for sure uh but i, I want to do move on to the icebreakers um we are past a halfway point right now just okay. want to say well i just want to say thank you for uh you know being able to just share your story openly uh, don't worry too much about you know the structure of the show we'll, we'll always adapt to it um okay. but before we jump into the icebreakers, want to thank everyone listening right now. If you are enjoying the content, please like, subscribe, share, do all that good stuff. It really helps us out. Uh, it, that's super hard for me to say, man. I'm not a big social media person either. Uh, I think that's <laughs> that's probably like the weakest part of my game right now while I try to make it in podcasting. Mm, uh, it's just like you have to keep, keep consistent on that. Like I try to do the Twitch thing, but like, ah. Cause I want to show off me building stuff because I just like it so much and share it in general. Yeah. You got to be there every fucking time. <laughs> you got to be there every time. Every like set of a, like, a, it doesn't even matter what, how many days you're going. You got to be there every time. No exceptions. <laughs> yeah. I feel like my life is so exposed, you know, like, um, <laughs> like behind the scenes, like they don't, I mean, it's not that they, people don't, you know, deserve to see it. It's just that I'm just not the kind of person to put it out there. Uh, it at feels least. a little weird. Feels like I'm competing when in a place that I don't want to compete in. You know, it's mm-hmm. like this doesn't matter to me as much as like getting my name out there. Like I'd rather like we, in my previous conversation, I was talking about taking steps every day just to move forward. And 
you know, having these conversations, recording with you, recording with other folks, that, those are my steps forward. Um, and I just have to find a way to get comfortable or hire someone else to do the social media part. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, just so much. It's like, I don't want to do. Yeah. It's like, it's, and it's not like, it's not like, it's like, I'll catch a few biters too. Like, I'll post something like, all right, I'll try to post something. And then it's like, ah, oh, huh. Yeah, there's people like that. I guess I should do that more. And then I just don't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was good enough. That was good enough. Uh, that was good enough. Those three people <laughs> that will occasionally look at my social media. Those are good enough for me, I guess. <laughs> uh, so this first icebreaker for you, man, is a agree or disagree. I'm going to give okay. you some statements and you let me know if you if they're true or false. So, okay. uh, this first one is people are ultimately good. False. I'll say no. Tell me why. Okay, so I believe, um, and this is a very big motto to my just in general. I believe a very like this world and individually, we're all very very chaotic people. And sure, you can be very inherently good, but I find I find you look to look out to the world, and I'm not like I'm not pessimistic, but I wouldn't say I'm like, and I would say I'm a bit optimistic and hopeful because that's what I want to do with my life is I want to make it a better place, but. It is kind of a crazy place. We got all sorts of crazy things going on. Crazy either on like the like the the macro or the micro level and like social structure. And it's just like, sure, people can live a good life. People can be good people, but sometimes those people just snap. And it's just like you just don't sometimes just don't see it, or sometimes the circumstances outside of the control happens, mm. and it's just crazy. Uh, probably a little bit of inspiration why my name is called crazy man sage too uh so i would say yeah i believe the world's more chaotic than it is just inherently good not saying it's bad like purely bad but it's there's both there's both in it i hear that i hear that uh second statement is overthinking is bad I tend to overthink a lot, <laughs> so I'm not <laughs> sure about that. Uh, I find it does me more good than bad because it, it helps me a lot financially. I, mm. I take the steps and I take the counts. Like right now, currently, because I like to try to keep my money as low as I can because, uh, you know, money and all that. Uh, even that sounds a little hypocritical when I was saying like, I don't understand the qualms of money a lot. I just say that when I like, I have like four subscription, including internet bill and all that. <laughs> and you're, and so, or like, uh, like you know, I have four bills to pay, uh, and then I like a lot of the times I'll donate plasma, for not just like, not only for like self improvement, image, and quote unquote helping people. Sure, that's nice, but I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna deny the money's also really nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, and like going two days out of the week to pay for everything in like the next like and for like each month because you get to, you can donate a lot. Um, that's incredibly nice that's incredibly useful so uh and just overthinking about how to plan all that has definitely helped me out i gotcha you you said you donate plasma twice a week mm -hmm. twice a week as much mm -hmm. as i can um uh, i might switch plasma centers because the one company i've been going to has been decreasing the money costs for them mm -hmm. which i sure as hell know is not a good idea because uh, plasma is getting more expensive and more valuable because not enough people are donating so they're like ah let's give less people the money make them less have a chance to go because i already know a lot of people don't want to bother going for the first day of each week yeah to donate because they give you 20 bucks 
and then they give you if you're like for me i'm the i i've reached the point where i've hit the max of like whatever tier system they have so i get the most at the end yeah so i get a i got i got 120 at the end of each week and that's nice that's incredibly useful um that pays for a lot <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i can pay for your groceries he does you know the for like he gives you like a profit um but uh then they lowered it down to like it's 100 now for the max people so now there's people like even less than me are getting like uh less like 60 bucks yeah. a week at the start and that's just not worth it is what people say and then but there's another place that's ex- actually giving more money out um, huh. I believe that people haven't been picking up on, so I'm planning on transferring donation centers. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next icebreaker is the word association. You're gonna have 31 sec, uh, 34 seconds. Uh, yeah, 34 seconds. <laughs> um, to, to give me as many word associations you can give me. Uh, the record is ten. So basically, I'm I'm gonna give you a word, and you just give me the first thought or first word that comes to mind oh okay i can do that yeah yeah, yeah. super simple super simple mm-hmm. uh so here we go in three two one funny funny uh hilarious <laughs> uh music music art okay friends friends uh family money money uh happiness life uh chaotic food delicious <laughs> freedom important uh past uh regretful culture uh hmm strangely weird i'd say yeah strangely weird gotcha uh so you got nine not hey. Not reached the t- a top, but uh, you got pretty close. All right, I'll take it. I will <laughs> ask you about your last one that you said, um, culture. Mm. Strang- strangely weird. Um, well, why why did that come to mind? Because because a lot of the, I don't know, the best way to describe it is a lot of old things from the, the long dead and forgotten mm-hmm. who are keeping persisting of like things that prevent growth uh, i'm like it's it's definitely no secret that i'm native american right i said that a lot um but uh as stereotypical as it is people think oh the most stoic guys you know like they're, they're most forgivable because all the crazy shit there's not like there's no bad blood i'm seeing a lot of bad blood in my culture because of old things and old tribes there's a there's a little bit of a racism thing going on with other fellow tribes every now and again wow um, but yeah. it's this uh what's the word because, like, for example, I'm Northern Arapaho in Seneca. I'm actually more uh, Seneca than I am Northern Arapaho. But uh, because my because my mother, because my dad was Native, my mother wasn't. Because my birth mother wasn't Native American, I don't get to become Seneca at all. It's not oh. in my right to. So I get uh, Northern Arapaho. And truth be told, nowadays, the Native American culture is such a is so in a like heap now because of everything that's happened to in the past and in the present that uh it's just we're all just kind of the same but there's still the bad blood between families and stuff like um i'm not gonna say my family name but for sure, like for sure. like uh on the res um what's the word the best way my uncle my uncle that lives on the res actually the best way he describes a very good description is it's the hood with woods <laughs> um 
and that's kind of true there's a lot of bad blood there's a lot of like people and there's sometimes gang fights and there's sometimes just like uh just people just happen to have um really shitty setups um another a good qualification is that there's a bit of bad blood between the navajos and the northern Arapahoes because old old times and this is like it just seems to kind of resent it out uh personally i don't care what the mm-hmm. fuck you are i don't care what the hell you are i don't care anything about all that i just want to like you like my interests you li- i like your interests hell yeah we're half we're buddies right there problem solved um yeah. and like one day i do hope to like help the native community because like a good example um was that i was t- i actually just found this out recently i'm not sure if it's still true um but my my family always told me my family on my dad's side uh always told me that the navajos because a lot of the res have big problems alcohol is one of them drugs is another um because we get in each reservation uh depending on how big you are i was i'm considered one of the smallest more on the smaller ends there's 2500 something of us left Mm -hmm. as the northern rapos um and then there's the navajos which you know this is why i was mentioning like the racial stuff because this is they're just kind of so interlinked now um they are more on the bigger end and they have a bit more funding so each navajo gets a set of cash a month each it's called uh, per capita for uh, each month to help start out yeah. uh, for me i get 35 bucks each month it used to be 60 and during december for christmas i get 120 but because of funding and we're just getting smaller also excuse me <laughs> um <clears throat> what's the word you know it's less than down but uh the navajos have a few oil areas and a few uh casinos and stuff that helps with profits and for what i was always told um they would get paid uh like a couple thousand dollars and the biggest problem was is that the families once they once the kids turned 18 they got the money they get the money themselves and and sometimes the family doesn't regulate it so what happens is the kids unfortunately they go out and they spend their money because they're getting thousands or like a thousand or thousands of dollars each month. And like, like, what would you do if you were like 18 years old and all of a sudden you just got a few thousand dollars each month? You, It was confirmed for you for the rest of your life that you got a few thousand dollars every single month. Yeah, I get You'd comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I would get comfortable. I would spend it. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm definitely not uh, uh, going to be resistant to that. Um and so what happens sometimes these people like get into drugs and then they become meth addicts sometimes and that's like a big thing but i'm like and that's what i always thought that's what i always thought i'm like okay shit there's no reason not to believe my dad and he's not a bad person he's really well known in the nay community and he's always been an honest man to me um at least of what i imagine i haven't seen like any sort of sense of where i would make it like huh take it with a grain of salt right yeah. um but then I found out I, I was talking to one of my welding buddies because she's like she's like a like a 20, 30 year old lady. I don't remember. She has kids. Uh, she's Navo. She's fully Navo. And I was I was I was mentioning about the like the res life and all that because she had some recent troubles. And we were talking about I brought up to the like for capital monies and stuff. And she mentioned she doesn't get any of that. It oh, doesn't shit. have any of that. So I was like, well, shit, what the point is like we're what's the what's the whole deal with the per capita things and then like the reference of like degrading the navos if there's if it's not even a thing i don't know it's just one person i haven't really there's not a lot of natives around here so yeah. i can't really confirm that shit yeah but but that alone uh just knowing that i'm like huh because like i said bad blood tends to make it where no one wants to interact it's yeah. uh rarely red face glasses 
Um, went on a long tangent there. I completely forgot what my whole point was. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine, man. Uh, yeah, I remember now. Sorry, sorry. Um, you're good. Just saying, like, like things like that, culturally speaking, uh, makes it where there's really no point to it in the end of the days, I find. Um, history wouldn't really care about that. And it comes to, like, what's the point of dealing with all this from our ancestors and all that when we're kind of here for the good times? Or at least I find I'm here for the good times. Um, and there's some good to it. There's some good. I've compared to every single other culture that I've seen or experienced or been part of. Um, I find the native culture to be really nice because you can mention your family name and you can get taken care of you. Like there's people there to be there to help you start out. Um, and that's oh. a, that's a weird sense of comfort knowing complete strangers that just happen to know you are willing to be there for you. Cause I guess that's just what makes it so close knit. Um, yeah. and of course the festivals, oh my God, the best, they're so <laughs> great. The dancing, I want to get back into dancing. I used to be really good at it, but I don't have a new dance outfit. I'm a traditionals men. Uh-huh. So I have Eagle, I have Eagle, uh, I will have a big old fluffy hat usually, and it's covered in Eagle feathers and it kind of bobs while you dance. Cause for traditional men, you have to be really like loud and intense and you're hitting the beats constantly. Um, yeah. While other ones are like really smooth and they're like flowy and like they're continuously in one motion, or like the fancy dancers who are like doing freaking flips and stuff and like 40 pound <laughs> gear. Those yeah, guys yeah. are crazy. They're more like on the thin side. Uh, For sure. I want to get like crazy, crazy buff so I can like get a really big, loud outfit and be like just for that crazy, loud, traditional style. That's dope, so man. Things like that. There's good, but there's also a little bit of bad. I feel it. I feel it. You know, honestly, that's something I think a lot of cultures we we don't tend to think about what's happening within just that one i because for me i think i'm filipino and i just came to realize recently um that there's the divide between filipinos still in the philippines versus filipino americans um and i would think that you know we'd want to support each other but for some reason i feel like that divide is just growing more and more um as time yeah. goes on like it's a, two different experiences of life even though we do have similar blood within us uh it it's just weird to see and it sucks and i didn't even think about that happening in the native you know native american uh world. yeah and it, that definitely does happen too like on the res and stuff like because i was i didn't grow up on the res and that definitely fucking reflects that mm. um i have a tendency where i can really match like people's energies really well so like going from like talking to like you know talking to the peeps in the hood you know just chilling out hanging out you know just doing crazier things a little bit sometimes if, um over like uh like you know just want to play some board games yeah sure yeah, <laughs> in the city yeah. i guess you could say um <laughs> it's 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 a little weird it's a little different but sometimes some people really like really set onto their like oh it's this or that um mm-hmm. And it was weird because I actually joined up on a I, I did I joined up on a discord server where it had uh, people who were from the res mainly and god there was such crazy like squabbles about certain things and there was people trying to re- there was people that were like hey don't do this don't do that don't worry about it like we're here all together right and that's admirable but every now and again there'll be like one person or two that would pop in and then they'll just be like that'll be everything that's like they'll just, they'll just like having connections with like 
the res or white people there was like there's some there's just some natives out there that just really really hate white people and like uh like christianity in general um yeah and that you know there was bad shit that happened in combination of that i'm not gonna deny that that like when that first started um that was incredibly bad uh but is that really fucking happening right now no don't i don't see the point of dealing with it that's never happened um nowadays maybe it happened a little bit i would say but not like not to the extent where they're fucking keeping people stuck in like you know keeping people like enslaved and captured to the point where they have to accept it or chop their hair off which is like such an important thing for natives um just to accept christ and all that uh no that's not happening anymore (laughs) not really it's 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 crazy it's crazy that's intense man um just a heads up we made we made it to the to the final portion of the podcast uh, don't worry about it we didn't get a chance to spin the wheel but i think we had a pretty good strong conversation already so uh, i hope you had i hope you had fun though um yeah no i had a fun i didn't realize it was already an hour and by that was quick that was a quick conversation for me well we'll have to get you back on for a part two sometime um yeah, okay. maybe closer to to when your artists do or like when to the festival so we can uh, kind of pick your brain see where you're at then um, i'll be tired that's what i'll be <laughs> all right I'll maybe, be maybe afterwards then you know maybe. like i, I don't want to <laughs> i'll be uh yeah no because i'm gonna be spending like eight hours a day from here on out just on beating and stuff besides going to school for like because i have right now i have my school on uh what is it half time or yeah like i'm half half of what it like was mandatory um mm, i see or not mandatory but what's the standard mm-hmm. just so i can focus on the art because i got a lot of it going <laughs> you have you have your own balance man so whatever's working for you stick to it uh so this next part is called the 34th mantra um i have this phrase for you i am blank i can blank i will blank maybe for some folks it could be the most uncomfortable part of the podcast just because i'm going to switch you over to another screen where you're mm. talking is a reflection basically so you'll be talking to yourself and it is i am i can i will so fill in those blanks i am i can i will all yeah. right <laughs> uh all right let's see i am i can i will uh i am chaotic i can uh it's a good word not ascend but i guess i can yeah we'll go ascend i can ascend i will succeed yeah i don't know i feel like despite despite everything i feel like no matter how i end up in life from this forward on i will succeed in some way so I guess you could say I'm very much ready for anything to come. <laughs> sure, man. Uh, that was just a little exercise. So maybe, you know, whenever you need to hear yourself hear, say those words again, you, you'll have it in a video audio form. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next question, which is actually from my previous guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Connor. His question for you is... What would you like to be reincarnated to? That's one part. Yeah, if you were going to get reincarnated, what would you like to be reincarnated to? It doesn't have to be a living thing. It could be an inanimate object. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel 
I feel like I would just be reincarnated as me. Um, I find um, this desire. I like I like where I'm at. I genuinely enjoy it. And if I can continue it, I would definitely do it all over again. Um, despite like when the moments are good, despite when the moments give you downfalls, I would probably still do it again. And if I could retain knowing that, uh, knowing like everything I know that I do now, I'd probably succeed even more. Uh, but sure. you know, maybe that doesn't happen. It's a little spin of the <laughs> wheel. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wouldn't change a thing. I would say I would keep going as a human and keep going where wherever life leads me. For sure. Uh, and then he had a second part to it, but I, I think it might be similar to your answer for the first one. But do you feel like you need to be reincarnated into anything else? Um, <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I don't feel I don't feel need to like to be turned into something new. I don't feel the need to be accepted something. Like for me personally, my need for right like for my need for anything is what's in the now. And that is one day to like form a big biker crew and form up my art and help people and maybe help the res one day finally. Um those are my goals. But, you know, I'm already doing one step of that. And if I happen to, like, have an early death, I guess, or I happen to, like, this is all I get to in life, I would still be happy because I still achieved that. I happen to continue that in a new rejuvenation, or I guess you could say reincarnation. Um, this extra bonus. Show, for show. Uh, what would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to 34 questions? Uh... <laughs> I would like to ask if they could make one crazy thing without like worries of monies or tools. What would that be? If they could, I would make, like to see. Yeah, make like right. like like a good example would be like. Personally speaking, I would love to have a street legal monobike, which is motorcycle with a big old giant wheel around it. But that's against the law, unfortunately. But I'm still gonna make one that's not street legal. Just take it out to the desert or something, you know. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think I've seen with some of those before. Yeah, uh, looks so kind of cool. dope. I would love to make one for like Burning Man and Mad Max conventions. I was going to say, take it to Burning Man. <laughs> uh, and then my last question for you, man, the question that ties everything together, 100, 200, 300 years from now, your descendants are watching this video. What would you like to tell them? Uh, man, the long line is of descendants. Uh, I'll be like, <laughs> hey, good job. Jesus. Good job for sticking around for that long. Uh, the other thing too would be, uh, I hope at least one of you have uh, gone in my need to build at least one. I'd be happy if one of you guys happened to get that. It does, make, or if not, make something explosive for me, please. Let <laughs> <laughs> me up for a big extra bang. I got you. I, I mean, I, I honestly think that need to build will be passed on to to one one or if not a few of your descendants. Oh, yeah. um, it's in the blood man it's in the blood you know like you talked about you talked about being similar to your pops i think in my case very similar way where uh you know he was an artist i like to be creative uh, definitely get that side from from my dad for sure um yeah man any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here I guess I, I guess I could put in my social media. Absolutely, but, go ahead, drop drop that stuff. Well, everything I put in and everything I have is in the name Crazy Man Sage. Just search me up. I don't got fucking Facebook or Twitter. I got an Instagram. If if you like that, I've read it. 
Uh, if you want to see like my curious questions about hey is certain metals okay to put in a furnace or not you know uh, <laughs> um yeah you know search me there if not if you haven't seen a big old brawlic dude uh with you know a really old vest with a crazy little biker logo on it with a demon patch on it uh, that's me go say hi to me I-, I will fucking say hi back just don't worry about the angry face that i make i promise it's nice I got you. And then uh, a bon- bonus question for you is, um, how did it feel now that you're done with the episode? Like, was it a good experience, bad experience? How how you feel about it? I think it was pretty good. I don't have any downsides to it, I'd say. And it went by quick. Uh, I thought, I was like, huh, wonder what I'm going to say. But everything just came out natural. like good old normal me. So, yeah, it was good. <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. I appreciate it. I want to thank you again for stopping by, uh, sharing your story. Um dropping some knowledge on me definitely learn some new things from you uh hope maybe one day we'll get you back on when things aren't too busy for you uh I, li- I like to keep a, maybe a, a basis of maybe one year so maybe a year from now i'll reach out to you we'll get you back on just to see where you're at touching base okay, okay. Um, well uh one day i will say the market ends on like the august 25th also yeah actually that's a thing if you happen to be down in the New Mexico Santa Fe area, come check out my booth. Maybe you'll buy something. I don't oppose to it, or maybe you just like the art. Uh, <laughs> it's the 100th year, so this is gonna wow. be a big moment. That is huge. Uh, August 25th is the is the end date, but like come date. around August 18th, 19th. That's when you'll get to the good stuff. Um, gotcha, gotcha. And I'm probably yeah, I would be down to chat again after the market. Uh, maybe two weeks afterwards when i have the chance to party and chill out after a long three months of just constant burning <laughs> i'll keep i'll keep september on my mind then uh, okay yeah september is good <laughs> for sure man for sure uh i want to thank all the folks out there if you listen on spotify apple music uh, or apple Podcasts, or youtube definitely appreciate your time as well remember to reach out reach forward as always much love and we'll catch you guys next time on 34 questions Peace. Peace. <laughs> All right, man. It fades out from there. Uh, All right. <laughs> and, uh,.